G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As we do on a Thursday, we like to check in with Family Voice Australia and those issues that are shaping the nation. Greg Bondar is Family Voice State Director for New South Wales and the ACT. Hi, Greg. Welcome back to 2020. Oh, good morning, Neil, and welcome to a wet Sydney day. <laughs> <laughs> wet where you are and so many other places around the country. Uh, we wouldn't know what you're talking about, Greg. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> fine weather. Hey, uh, the sad collapse and corruption of Disney's woke world. You've been reflecting on this. What are your thoughts? Uh, now, look, I'm act- actually saddened by this whole affair. Look, you and I both remember Disneyland brand was once so loved by many of us. Uh, we have warm and cherished memories, I think, of watching Disney movies and cartoons Neil, I think I've still got my Mickey Mouse Club badge somewhere in the house. I've got to find it and see what I can do with it now. But guess what's happened? Disneyland has gone wokeland. What's happening is that Disney is now consciously actually going woke by way of introducing these LGBTIQA policies. Now, you and I will both remember, look, I was... Do you remember the evil queen in Disney's animated story, the uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, maybe 1937. Well, you know, we grew up with it, didn't we? Uh, yeah, those absolutely. sorts of Disney stories. Uh, and I was frightened by the, scared by the evil queen at that time. But now I'm even more scared of what Disney is doing. I cannot conceive, Neil, how twisted and immoral Disney has become in, 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 in these recent times. Look, one of the things I've, I've just found out that Disneyland's diversity and inclusion manager, wow, how, what a contradiction of terms, bragged about the fact that they were no longer using phrases like ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls from their announcements at the theme park. And in, and in addition to that, the actual president of Disneyland Entertainment has confessed that she has two children one who is transgender and the other one pansexual, whatever that means. I think I do know what it means, but, I mean, for goodness sake. And she has committed to producing content that features LGBTIQA characters. Now, that is pure indoctrination of the wrong kind. What chance do our children, and I'm a grandfather, and I look, I had my granddaughter's birthday yesterday, by the way, and I looked at her, Neil, and I said, I don't want her exposed to this sort of nonsense. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm sad, Neil. I really am. And the permeation of this sort of ideology, and uh, as you uh, say in one of your uh, releases, uh, calling Disneyland now Woke Land, and uh, there's a thought here, there's a saying which does prove to be true, uh, go woke, go broke. I suspect Disneyland is taking a big risk in making this sort of change. Any thoughts here? Oh, absolutely, Neil. But in particular, and uh, and the media have reported on this, that there was an actual Zoom meeting 
with Disney executives and they have consciously agreed to and committed to embrace an agenda that deliberately and blatantly rejects a Christian worldview of the family as well as God's view of human sexuality. Now, this is a blatant announcement. The Zoom video meeting was leaked to the media and as a result, Neil, people, people who have got children are not going to be taking their children to such a place that gives them the false impression of what a man and a woman is, mind you, even our, nas- our, our National Health Minister can't define what a woman is these days, I've just said. That's right. I think a number of our leaders here in Australia can't define a woman, and there are those organisations, and I think mm. even including Family Voice, who are saying this is an election issue. Can't you define what a woman is? So, Absolutely. yes, those sorts of things to talk about. But with Disney, a one-time family-friendly brand mm. making such a change to this new diversity uh, that's got to be something that uh, Christian parents might be taking mm. into a deep consideration when they're thinking about what they're going to allow their children to watch. Uh, what do you think parents should be should be doing about this, Greg? Well, well now that's a good point you raise because I think Christian parents are actually confused. They now face the dilemma of how to navigate this corrupt and collapsed culture of a one-time family-friendly brand. Now, I go back, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to quote the Apostle Paul, when he was talking to the believers in Rome. And this verse says, And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, he wrote, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. Now, that's biblical you know, guidance if I've ever seen it. Now, you know, we as parents need to stand up. We need to make sure, you know, this is, this is a real Christian fight back. And, and, and we have to, come to, the, to come, come to grips with the situation that we are being indoctrinated by less than 3% of Australia's population. Neil, it has to stop. It's such a big global brand, isn't it, Disney? Mm. Uh, you wonder how, as an individual, you might have any impact there, but I imagine you've just got to raise this in conversation wherever you are, whether it's around the dinner table or whether it's at uh, parents at a playgroup or uh, parents getting together after kids have finished school. I mean, you've got to be able to talk about these things and get the word out that there's a problem now with Disney. Absolutely. You know, Neil, and I know evil prevails where good biological men and biological women fail, fail to speak up, you know, because um, otherwise uh, we have to, at the dinner table, uh, socially, at work, let people know that we are average Australians that believe in the the truth of the Bible, the biological male, the biological female. Don't try and change what's natural. We feel like we're a long way from Disneyland. Uh, is it worth pursuing, you know, for parents who are concerned about this, actually being touch in touch with Disneyland to express some uh, level of Disappointment? How do you think uh, parents might even have, you know, their own social media ways of being in touch and making their voice heard? Well, Neil, if you want to follow my lead, I've written to the chief executive of, of uh, Disneyland, in particular, you know, um, uh, stressing my view. Her name is Kerry Burke, and uh, I've written to her. And whether the letter gets there or not, I'm, I've, I've written saying this is outrageous. They are imposing on the majority of 
Americans, Australians, worldwide people that follow Disneyland. And if you only have to see their movies and cartoons now, Neil, they have gone beyond what is acceptable by any standards, in my view, Neil. So I've written to her and I encourage everybody else to do so. Wonderful stuff, Greg. Hey, let's move on. There's another issue, and I guess this is a positive story we're talking about today, but Christian Teachings on Trial, where a MP in Finland has won on charges, uh, which is around about a, uh, a free speech trial here because of their own presentation of a biblical view. Uh, what, what are your impressions of what's happened with this Finnish MP? Yeah, Neil, I've spoken about this many times. This particular fin, uh, Finnish MP and a bishop have been in my prayers and, I, and I've been really, really following this case because... This is not just, doesn't matter what part of the world this is, Neil. This is all about the right of Christians to have free speech. Now, if you recall, um, you know, uh, the Finnish court upheld the right to free speech by dismissing all the charges against a particular MP in a unanimous ruling. The court concluded, this is wonderful, Neil, it is not for the district court to interpret biblical concepts. Because what happened was this particular minister and the bishop were actually criminally charged with hate speech for simply sharing her faith-based views on marriage and sexual ethics back in 2019. So, Neil, this is a real win for Christianity, real win for freedom of speech, and a real win for people to be able to get out there and speak up and not be cancelled by the so-called cancel culture, Neil. And I'm just so encouraged... And, and, I, and, I, and I give thanks to my Lord because this is wonderful news. Well, of course, uh, that is a, a deliberation and a result in a Finnish court. And uh, there would be listeners who would be dismayed that there would even be such things as criminal charges for sharing faith-based beliefs. Yeah. Now, this is what we've been obviously talking about around religious discrimination bills and religious freedom and mm. the need for an affirmation of religious freedom because this is what you get if you don't have religious freedom. Uh, this would be on this is on our doorstep. Uh, there is no uh, legislation that protects religious freedom, so this sort of thing is possible here, isn't it, Greg? Absolutely, and that's why I raise this point, you know, People say, what's it got to do with Australia? It's got everything to do with what we're doing here now. Now, this is important because the prosecution in this case in Finland actually attacked core Christian teachings and then cross-examined the bishop and the MP on their actual theology in court. But in addition, in the closing statement, now this is, I can't believe this, but I can in many ways, the prosecution alleged that the use of the word sin can be harmful and called for heavy fines in the event of a guilty verdict. Well, there wasn't a guilty verdict. And may I just say that sin is, it, it is what it is, it's sin. And if it's harmful, then people need to reflect on what they are doing, Neil. So, you know, I think this is great win for Christianity, great win for Christian teaching, and of course, free speech, because we do need a religious discrimination bill here in Australia now. And the thought that having a Christian view uh, can be interpreted as hate speech mm. and eventually as a criminal charge against someone yeah. who has that, uh, this is why you have to go in strong and you have to make your voice heard. Uh, all sorts of things mm. changing around the world and uh, glad yeah. you are in charge of at least uh, New South Wales and ACT with the Family Voice Australia 
Australia, Greg, just giving us some reflection on these sorts of things because, and some people might say, why do you keep banging the drum and talking about these issues around gender and uh, the way that people are transitioning? Well, uh, in the United States, uh, USA Today has been slammed for naming a biological man as woman of the year. Uh, What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, unbelievable, Neil, you know, and I will continue to to raise issues on gender because this will come and filter down to our classrooms, to the mums and dads who have grandchildren or children. And if we don't put a stop to it now, then we're going to have a society where people won't know who's who in the zoo. And this is bad, absolutely bad. Now, in the USA Today, a very major newspaper, they've actually listed a, a guy called Rachel... Uh, well, it's a guy, Rachel Levine, a man who lives as a woman and who works under the Biden administration, actually part of the Woman of the Year. Now, Neil, this is absolutely ridiculous. You know, commentators have said, you know, anti-commentators have said, this is an affront to women and girls. And not only that, but the man in this particular Woman of the Year list has actually taken a spot from somebody who, who is a biological woman. I mean, where is it going to stop, Neil? We need to continue to highlight this because what's the point of even having these awards if we're going to have men included? And as you know, we spoke not long ago about men in women's sport. You can't have it. And um, it, it's a sad day, Neil, because, you know, one of the things that I've just discovered very, very quickly is that... Um, We need to understand, Neil, that the chromosomes within a person's body remain the same as they were from birth, even when a person has, uh, you know, cross-sex hormones or surgery. A genetic or cellular level, at the cellular level, you know, a transgender person remains biological male or female. So it doesn't matter what they claim, you can't change what nature has intended, uh, as, as, as we know through our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and what we've got to do here, Neil, is spread this gospel message that man is man, woman is woman, and I can certainly help the health minister define what a woman is if he wants me to help. You know. And I guess including that definition as part of a broader definition of the gospel, that is very relevant to do because, yes, we'd acknowledge that God is the creator, men yeah. and women and families, And uh, this is part of the way that the gospel, in fact, uh, changes culture by raising uh, successful, raising flourishing families uh, with a mother and a father. And I just note, too, that, you know, social media uh, is uh, up for the attack when it comes to a Christian voice. Uh, News website, The Christian Post, Mm. uh, suspended by Twitter. Uh, that's, That's a significant thing in itself. Yeah, well, not, not only the Christian Post, but Big Tech have also sent to politicians that spoke out against it, uh, individuals. And, um, you know, this is a, the conservative traditional Christian view on marriage, sexuality and gender are now targets for censorship by these Big Tech. And, and it just has to stop. And we need to speak up because, um, you know, uh, interestingly, Neil, the, the newspaper USA Today lost 300,000 readers or 62% of its circulation between April 2019 and April 2021. Now, that sends a message. People are not going to have this woke stuff. And as we started the program, Neil, go woke, go broke.
Okay, just to finish off our conversation, I'd like to talk about some of the initiatives that you've got coming up. An election is likely to be called any day now. You've got a Vote Wisely document that you'll be preparing ahead of the federal election, helping Christians to understand where the parties sit on some of these significant issues. Give us some insight into how people will be able to access that. Yeah, look, we're going to have this document ready in the next week or so. I think the uh, Prime Minister will make the announcement. I'm still opting for 14th of May, but it could be the week later. Uh, vote wisely. Again, Neil, I make the point we do not tell people how to vote. They vote according to their biblical conscience based on the policies that each particular party has. So we're going to be looking at this and uh, people need to be aware. If I vote for Party X, what's that going to mean for me as a Christian? Or if I vote for Party Y, what's that going to mean? So please be ready for it. Uh, we will be talking more and more about it, Neil, in the coming week, but uh, the document will be available on our website, now. And you've got another webinar next Monday night on the 11th. Uh, Professor David Flint and Piers Ackerman, you're talking about the monarchy. Yeah, 70th, uh, the Jubilee, as you know, 70 years the Queen has been in, in reign, and uh, I think this is a wonderful thing, you know, because what is the future of the monarchy and... Uh, uh, and, and I'm a monarchist, Neil, I have to tell you, I, you know, it, I love the system, I love how it works. And so I'm looking forward to talking to both uh, David Flint and Piers Ackerman, who's a wonderful commentator in the media. And uh, I, I invite everybody to come and join us because it'll be a great program and, uh, and, and acknowledge and celebrate the Queen's 70th uh, year in as the Queen. Mm. Okay, look forward to that for Monday night and you'll be able to register on Family Voice website, familyvoice.org.au familyvoice.org.au Greg Bondar is Family Voice Australia State Director for New South Wales and the ACT. Hey Greg, great talking. Thanks for the update today on 2020. Yeah, thank you Neil and God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.